From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. And I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. You can find the podcast all over the place. Spotify, you can find it right there in Apple Podcasts. You can find it on the front page of the WDBO app. And join me every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. So as I tape this Inez Says Podcast on Monday morning, February 27th, we here in Central Florida, we're still very much reeling from the horrible news of last week when three people were shot and killed by a 19-year-old man. I am not going to give this gang member the satisfaction of mentioning his name here on the podcast, but this 19-year-old with a rap sheet a mile long is the suspect in gunning down three people, nine-year-old Tiana Major, 38-year-old Natasha Augustine, and 24-year-old Spectrum News 13 reporter Dylan Lyons. It was a horrible, horrible tragedy, just a terrible week here in Central Florida. Now, two more people were shot and wounded in those incidents. One of them, a photographer working with Dylan Lyons on that day in Pine Hills. His name is Jesse Walden, who, as of the taping of this podcast, is still in the hospital. But the good news is that he is up and about walking around on a walker. So, again, this is terrific news. And the mother of young Tiana has survived the attack. We have no reports as to how she's doing right now. But I cannot fathom. I cannot fathom how she is doing emotionally and mentally. What that woman is going through right now is just unfathomable. You have this little nine-year-old girl described as extremely smart, funny, an amazing gymnast. She was a third grader reading at the fifth grade level. It's just horrendous. I, th that little girl was in the privacy of her own home, a home that should have been her safe place, her sanctuary, if you will. It just makes you sick to your stomach. There's another thing that makes me sick to my stomach, and that is the political reality of these types of shootings in our country today, because you know what happens. You know what happens when we have mass shootings in the United States of America today. The left talks about gun control, banning guns, banning certain kinds of guns, and the right clings to those guns out of their cold, dead hands, right? Meanwhile, nothing, nothing substantive ever gets discussed when something like this happens. So in essence, we just continue to wait for the next one to rock the nation. And dare I say it, but many of us in this country today have become numb to mass shootings. So look, it's time that we have substantive talks about what to do about the unraveling of our soul in this country today. This kind of stuff has happened way too much in our country since Columbine. And we all, Democrats, Republicans, independents, man, woman, child, we got to take a stand. We cannot continue down the road we're on right now because this ain't working. It's just flat out not working. We can put all these blue ribbon panels together. We can gather community leaders to come up with solutions. Democrats can talk about gun control. Republicans can talk about the Second Amendment. And we end up going around in circles. You want to know how we start to solve this huge issue of mass shootings in America today? And people don't want to hear it. People, especially on the left, do not want to hear this. They just want to put Band-Aids on the issue and talk about how we should ban assault rifles. But there are two ways, two ways that we can take steps 
to gaining our soul back as a country. We got to get back to basics in the United States of America. And number one, we got to get back to God. I'm sure the left-wing media and a lot of people out there don't want to hear that. We got to get back to God first and foremost. And number two, we have to get back to the family unit as a cornerstone of our society. It is the cornerstone of every society through the history of the world. Now, again, I get it. The left doesn't want to hear it. The media doesn't want to hear it because those two entities, especially for years, especially since the 1960s, have attacked God and have attacked the family unit in America. Let's call it like it is here. But we got to get back to family as the cornerstone of our lives. You look at the numbers. No wonder why we've lost our way. In 1950, okay, 1950, 6%, 6% of America's children lived in a home without a father, 6%. Today, over a quarter, at least over a quarter of American kids do not have a father at home, and about 40% do not have a biological dad in their home. You want more frightening numbers? Here you go. Frightening numbers that underlie that American families are disintegrating before our very eyes. An estimated 57% of fatherless homes in the United States involve black households. Hispanic homes have about 31% of a fatherless rate and 20% of white households are without dads. More numbers. Now, keep in mind, this is from the U.S. Census Bureau a couple of years ago, about four years ago, actually. More than 64 million men who identify themselves as being a father. Of that 64 million, 26 and a half million are a part of the home where they are married to a spouse and have kids under the age of 18 living there. So bottom line here, the United States of America today is the world's leader in fatherless families by far and away. The U.S. leads the world in fatherless families. And by the way, let's get this out of the way, okay? That's not to say that single moms have not done the best they can. Most of them are. But the nuclear family has been under attack for years in this nation, and now we are reaping what we have sown as a society. And again, single moms, that's not to say they can't raise a family successfully. I was raised throughout my high school years by a single mom who worked two jobs to get two kids through college, okay? It can be done. It is being done. But the odds, the odds are not good. It's proven time after time that fatherlessness has been linked to significant increases in criminal activity, suicide, behavior problems, chemical substance abuse, dropping out of high school, being a victim of abuse as well, on down the line. As a matter of fact, well over half of all adolescent murderers and long-term prison inmates grew up without fathers in their home. And I would venture to guess that that 19-year-old suspect from Pine Hills last week grew up in a home without a father. We have spent years upon years since the 1960s trying to ignore these facts. The fact is that healthy families are at the center of any strong society, and yet the family has been under attack from our politicians, especially on the left wing, from education, from media. Look at what is happening in our schools today. For years, a leftist, shall I say Marxist agenda, has been pushed in our schools. And I think one of the silver linings of the pandemic was that parents had the time to look under the hood finally to find out what is really being taught to their kids in public school, and they didn't like it at all. And I don't blame them. If we are serious about finding America's soul again, 
It's time to focus on the family, and it's time to bring God back into the public square. Now, as I say that, I also realize that there is a good deal of spitting in the wind here because Americans' membership in houses of worship, whatever they may be, continues to decline rapidly. As a matter of fact, those going to houses of worship have dropped below the 50% mark for the first time in a recent Gallup poll's eight-decade trend. First time in eight decades. U.S. church membership was 73% when Gallup first measured it back in 1937, 73%, and remained near 70% for the next six decades before basically falling off a cliff starting here in the 21st century. And today that number is at 47%. That is an historical low for the United States. And the even scarier thing to me about those numbers is that the decline in church membership has largely been driven by younger generations of Americans. About one in three American young adults have no religious affiliation, and many of these young adults who do identify with a particular faith do not belong to a church. I do not believe it is a coincidence, folks, that America is losing its soul. It seems like we're talking about another American mass shooting every single week, and it doesn't seem like it. It, it pretty much happens every week now. There is a gross lack of respect for life in our country today. But we don't want to talk about root causes, right? We don't want to talk about that kind of stuff. We want to go back into our political corners. We want to skirt the issues by talking about gun control and banning certain kinds of guns and this and that. But the bottom line is that if we do not get back to God and get back to the cornerstone of any society throughout history, and that is the family unit, these atrocities are just going to keep happening. That's going to wrap it up for the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks so much for joining me today. Find me on the radio every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.